Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. For all the listeners to Success Hackers, Audible is giving away a free audiobook download for the first 30-day free trial. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash success hackers. Again, audibletrial.com forward slash success hackers. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Grab your 30-day free membership by going to audibletrial.com forward slash success hackers. What is up, Hacker Nation? This is Scott Hansen, high-performance coach, speaker, and of course, podcast creator and host of Success Hackers. For all you loyal Hacker Nation listeners, you know I love you guys. Thank you so much for continuing to subscribe to the show, listen to the show, download the show, and of course, spreading the show across social media. It's because of you that Success Hackers is now downloaded and listened to in 65 countries and growing with over 140,000 entrepreneurial people dialing in every single month. If you haven't yet listened to the last show, make sure to check it out because Leonard Kim was instrumental in talking about how to get positioned to be an authority in your field and even becoming a contributing writer for prominent magazines like Inc., Fortune, Business Insider, The Huffington Post, etc., etc. All right, Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. Today's guest is going to give us some incredible success hacks on the importance of automating your business and why that's so important, especially if you're looking to scale your business and not work a million hours a week in your business. Today, our featured guest is Laura Roder. Laura, are you ready to rock? I am so ready, Scott. Yes. Laura Roder is the founder of Edgar, a social media automation tool designed to prevent updates from going to waste. Since 2009, she's been teaching entrepreneurs how to harness the power of social media marketing. Laura was named one of the top 100 entrepreneurs under 35 in 2011, 2013, and 2014, and also spoke at the White House about the value of entrepreneurship. Laura has spoken at numerous influential industry conferences, including Blog World, the South by Southwest Interactive Conference, Real Estate Connect, the Social Communication Summit, and Blogger, discussing online marketing, social media, and personal branding. Laura has been seen on Fox News, Forbes.com, CNET, the LA Times, Fast Company, Mashable, Yahoo Finance, and many more influential publications and media outlets. Laura, welcome to Success Hackers. It is so great to have you on the show. Thank you, Scott. Laura, I gave Hacker Nation just a brief description of who you are, but would love for you to share a little bit more about your biz and who you serve. Yeah, so I'm the founder of a software company called Edgar, meetedgar.com, and we're a social media scheduling and automation tool. So we serve small businesses that are content content marketers, businesses that are heavy in content marketing. And that means, you know, you blog, you podcast, 
a lot of entrepreneurs have the problem that they build up this big library of content. They send it out once on social media when they, when it first goes live and uh, never again. And Edgar <laughs> solves that problem. Yeah, I love that. We're going to get into that uh, really quickly here. But I, I have to know, speaking at the White House? That that was pretty cool. That was an opportunity <laughs> I got um, from that Top 100 Under 30 Award. You can actually watch the video on YouTube. Um, they filmed it, and they, they put it on YouTube. Um, and it was just a brief talk about the, uh, the, the power of entrepreneurship, which I'm a, a huge believer in. So how was that? I mean, that must have been amazing. I mean, most people never get the opportunity to go to the White House, let alone go inside the White House, let alone speak at the White House. Was that just incredible? Yeah, you know, it's funny. It was very, it's very high security, as you can imagine. Right. So it was, it was kind of less exciting than I thought it was going to be because <laughs> we didn't get to look at anything but like the room. Right. You know, we went in the entrance and did all the security checks and then like, we were ushered into this room, uh, you know, this auditorium where I spoke and a few other people spoke, and that was it. <laughs> you know, and then they like ushered us out and we went home. They so <laughs> kept to, the like, blinders on out. you, huh? <laughs> right. Didn't get to like hang out, you know, in Obama's like personal uh, right. lunch room or anything. Well, maybe next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> we talk a lot on the show, Laura, about having a passion, really, for for what you do, and uh, and and although I think passion is unbelievably important, which I think you'd agree, but a lot of times passion really isn't enough. Mm -hmm. You started Edgar in, you know, just a few years ago, really, and built this incredible company up. What was the most fearful thing that maybe you had around scaling your business? And how did you get past that? Mm, yeah, so Edgar's only a year and a half old. And for me, Edgar was a big leap because I had never done software before. Yeah. So I started out as a freelance web designer and then I had a social media training business. Um, but you know, I'm not a developer. I, I can't build software. So my other businesses, I had always really been able to do it all myself. You know, in the training business, I was the trainer. I was the face of the business. I was coming up with the content as well as running the, you know, the business part of the business. So what's interesting about this one is if, if Edgar breaks, I, I can't fix it. You know, like <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. Um, which is really cool as someone who really does value. Uh, you know, having a strong team and, and taking a step back from the business because it, it forces you to build a strong team because I can't do it all. And you bring up such a great point. And I, as a business coach and someone that, that works with high performers and really helps them 10x their business. And one of the things we talk about is becoming more efficient mm -hmm. in their day. You know, mm -hmm. you, we all have 1,440 minutes every single day. And I always say, well, why do some people, you know, become so much more productive on purpose compared to other people? Are they that much more special? And the reality of it is it comes down to scheduling. It comes down to automation. It comes down to, you know, kind of giving up some of the reins so that you can really focus on your genius. So when you look at your young entrepreneurial business here with Edgar, why are you able to grow so successfully? Yeah, so I've definitely gone the team route, which I believe is the most powerful route because I think it's certainly important to optimize your own time, you know, to optimize your productivity, to add in automation. I, I love all those topics, but you can't automate your way to the work of, you know, a team of, of three really talented people, yeah. right? It's just, it's, it's not going to happen. And everything that you want to do in your business, needs to be done, but it doesn't need to be done by you. <laughs> right. And, and that's the power of building a team. It's, it's a way to execute every idea that you have because, you know, as entrepreneurs, 
none of us are lacking in ideas. I've never met an entrepreneur who's just like, I would just love to have more things to do. You know, I just, I just can't think of anything. Um, that is not the problem, but I think we often trick ourselves into thinking, Oh, if I just had like that next great idea, when we already have a list of 10 great ideas that, that we haven't had the, the time or ability to execute. So when you start to go through that list in a very targeted way of being like, okay, I have these, you know, let's cut it down from 10. Like I have these three ideas that I think have a shot of really having a big impact on the growth of my business. How do I, how do I put those in reality? Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes it involves your own time, but it, it often involves time from other people because you know, you, you're already busy, right? You're not just sitting around all day. Like you're doing other things. And, and sometimes it's a matter of choice. Maybe you're going to drop one activity for an activity that you think could have a bigger benefit. Um, for me, I've been very focused on, on team building very early. You know, I launched Edgar when I was pregnant. I was on maternity leave for three months when the company was less than a year old. Mm-hmm. So I, I've obviously built it in a way that doesn't require me to be there. I think that's so important. Hacker Nation, Laura just dropped the golden nugget. And in that incredible story, if you really listen to what she said, it's, I mean, she focused on the word team probably three to four different times. She built it very quickly and she built it around a great team. And I work with, again, a lot of solopreneurs, Laura, where, mm-hmm. again, they don't know how to sort of give up those reins. And they're like, mm-hmm. well, I, I have to do it all. I have to spin all these plates because the quote unquote busier I am, the more productive or the more successful I'll be. But you're saying, hey, listen, focus on your strength, your strength zone, hire a team around you that could sort of take the other things that you're maybe not as great at so that you can really focus on the one or two things that you are really good at. Well, absolutely. Because, you know, if, if you really want to grow your business to a much higher level, obviously there's a, a cap on, mm. on being a one person business. Um, and that's okay, by the way. You know, a lot of people really enjoy working on their own. They don't want to deal with a team. That's something I hear a lot. Like, I just don't want to bother with it, which, which is totally fine. I mean, that's what's so cool about working for yourself. We all get to choose to do what we want. But, you know, you can't really have the fantasy that you're going to build. For most people, you're not going to build, let's say, a multi-million dollar business with just one person unless you're doing some sort of consulting where you get a million dollars a year and you have three clients, right? right? right. Which Hey, people have done it before. (laughs) It's it's not impossible, but you have to be very clear that's the model you're going for. Tell us a little bit about uh, Edgar and uh, how Edgar helps businesses. So Edgar is a social media scheduling and automation tool. So if you've heard of tools like uh, Buffer or Hootsuite, those are some of our, our competitors What's really different about what we do at Edgar is we have a library of all of your content that Edgar just cycles through over and over again. So with other tools, you you always have the problem that your queue always runs out or you always have to schedule more stuff. With Edgar, you say, okay, here's 50 of my old blog posts. Just keep sending them out. Hmm. So basically, Edgar refills your queue for you instead of you having to go in and always replenish your content. Laura, we love our moments on Success Hackers. Can you share maybe an aha moment when you knew that Edgar wasn't just an idea or a concept, but it actually became a viable business? You actually remember that one specific moment? Oh man, yeah. I mean, so when we so when we launched Edgar, uh, you know, I was running a social media training business, like I mentioned. Edgar was really an experiment. Um, we we figured, okay, well, worst case scenario. 
like our team will have this great tool to manage our own social media, <laughs> you know, and, and no one else will buy it, which wouldn't be great, but it's like, okay, it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, I'm actually looking up our, our revenue history right now because we got to a much bigger revenue much more quickly than I thought we would. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm just looking at my charts. Like the first month we ever brought in any money was July, 2014. Um, we brought in $1,600 that first month and by less than two months later, uh, we were at $7,000 a month. And I mean, now we're at $200,000 a month. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's, it's grown a lot and we just saw that interest immediately. And I mean, obviously when people are buying it, you know, that's the best proof you can have that people want it. But I think even more than that was the, the big moment for me was people saying, Oh, finally someone built this tool because we built Edgar from our own frustrations on my team, on the, on the social media training company. You know, like why doesn't our social tool, why can't it easily repeat content? Why doesn't it store a library of all of our content? So I felt very gratified having people write us emails saying, yes, like I, I've had the same ideas. I was waiting for someone to build this too. It just, you feel like, Oh, I'm not alone in my crazy idea, you know? Yeah, that's incredible. Wow. I mean, to start out the way you started out and already in a very, very short period of time to have that sort of growth. We have a segment on the show called the fail forward stage. And it's a lot of times, you know, individuals, entrepreneurs really don't like the F word. But I personally believe, Laura, that all high performers and successful individuals look at failure. Maybe a little bit different than most people. They use failure as feedback and course correction. I want you to take us to that time, either with Edgar or with one of the other companies you had, where you failed, you maybe even almost gave up, but rather than turning around, you kept pushing forward. you actually remember that exact time, and what was the biggest learning experience from that? So, I mean, you know, you said successful entrepreneurs have a different version of failure. I definitely do, because... I, I very genuinely view everything as a learning experience. And, and something I think is really important to remember is that we don't know how any decision is going to turn out, right? I think when we're trying to make decisions in our business, we often have this kind of false fantasy like, oh, if I think about this long enough, I'll know what's right. You know, I'll, mm. I'll figure it out. And unless you have psychic powers, which <laughs> is going to make your life and business much easier, you're not going to know. Everything is an experiment. Everything is a test. So I genuinely don't feel like deeply disappointed if something doesn't go the way I thought it would, because it's like, well, we did a bunch of things and, and some of them went well and some of them didn't. Um, you know, something that comes to mind is we recently made the decision to close down our Edgar user Facebook group, um, which was a really difficult decision because we were excited about starting this group where Edgar users could connect and meet each other and, you know, learn tips about the tool and all this stuff. And it, it, we were running the group and we, we had a hard time cultivating that spirit of connection with, with each other. Like we kind of had this idea that the people in the group would really connect with each other, but instead people just used it as a customer service channel, um, which we were expecting, you know, if you give people a chance to talk to us, they're going to ask their questions and ask their billing problems and Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, but Facebook is a really poor forum for that. Like we often don't even have the same name, 
you know, that you have on your account, on your Facebook name. We don't have your email address. Right, right. So it just turned into like a really bad support forum because people would post a problem and we'd be like, okay, send us an email and we'll solve your problem, which is just annoying for them. Like, exactly. no, we just have to do the whole thing twice. So that was really hard because like we had this, this big vision for it that really didn't pan out. So we really had to admit, like, this did not go <laughs> the way we thought it would at all. Um, but, like, you you have to be willing to make that change because we thought about, like, oh, it's going to disappoint people to get rid of the group. And, and some people were upset that we were taking the group away. But we explained our reasons. We're like, this is not the best way to communicate. This is not the best way to do customer support. Um, and when we shut it down, it felt like this huge burden had been lifted and it just streamlined our support team's time much better. And that was a good lesson to me. And like, don't be afraid to course correct when you see something not working mm. because that's easy to see in retrospect. But I think we often really dig our heels into the decisions we make. Like I created this group and I told people this group would be here you know, we have all these marketing materials telling people how great the group is and to join the group. And now we can't get rid of it. But it's like, it's a Facebook group. You can get rid of it. <laughs> you know, we didn't build a monument. Like, it's just a Facebook yeah. group. But it, it's, it can be hard to have that perspective in the moment. I think it's such a great golden nugget and great piece of advice because, you know, we have obviously a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners listening to the show. And I think you said something so important, which was it didn't make sense in the long term for us. And once you change that, which in the moment you thought it was this huge thing, like you said, but retrospect, it wasn't as quote unquote difficult as you thought as you were going through it. Cause you thought that maybe you're going to really piss some people off and whatnot. But I just love what you said, because in the long run, you were able to streamline the customer service so that it's operating at such a higher level. And you might've pissed some people off at first, but people do get over it is what you're saying. <laughs> Yes, they do. I mean, they're really like, oh, I like that Facebook group. It's not here anymore. Like, it's all right. They're, they're, it's really not the most important thing in their lives. And yeah, now we're actually able to provide them better service because we're not wasting time, you know, keeping up on the Facebook group and saying, okay, just send us an email and doing the whole thing over again in email. Well, our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual success hacks or strategies to help them grow their business. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What's two actionable success hacks that you can share with Hacker Nation where they can use or, you know, do something immediately to help them start to scale their business or maybe even get out of a rut or even maybe even automate their business? Mm -hmm. So I would really focus on the hiring side. As I said earlier, that's been my focus. So one hack for that is hire an apprentice or intern. Mm. Um, I always pay people. I just think it's, you know, the right thing to do. They're doing work. They should get paid. You don't need to pay a lot. You can pay whatever the minimum wage is in your city. Um, but there are a lot of tasks that you're doing that you don't need someone super, super qualified to do. And especially with, you know, the online business realm, I found so many people that if they just have a blog for fun, they've developed a lot of these tech skills. You know, people who just have a personal blog have often put an opt-in on their blog. They've done some basic graphics, you know, that they know the basic technical stuff of blogging. Um, looking for people like that, we've had incredible success at our company bringing on people at, at, at not a huge cost. 
and having them do just like all sorts of administrative things like load up the emails in a MailChimp or handle the scheduling or load the blog posts into WordPress. You don't need a $60 an hour virtual assistant. You can find someone just a little bit tech savvy to do a great job, really low cost. Laura, we are now going to enter the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Whatever is the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So Laura Roeder, are you ready for the randomness round? I'm ready. Best advice you've ever received? Uh, people don't fail, systems do. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Uh, go outside. <laughs> <laughs> you now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about business and life, give your 25-year-old self? Do what you want. It's hard to build any business, so you might as well build the business that, that you most want to have. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? Decisiveness. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I'm really good at playing the tambourine. Do you have one out there that you can play? <laughs> Uh, no, although I like the idea of like keeping a tambourine near me while I work. <laughs> Are you like, sure you don't have one? To be ready. I really don't have one, unfortunately. Uh, okay. What's one book that you've read that's made an impact in your business? Uh, Scaling Up by Vern Harnish. If you can recommend one social media tool or service <laughs> to Hacker Nation, what would that be? I have a feeling I know what that probably will be. I think I'm going to go with meetedgar.com. <laughs> Laura, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. Yeah. This has been incredible. Thank you so much for your time and also sharing these incredible success strategies with Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at LKR and you can find Edgar at meetedgar.com, meet Edgar on Twitter and Facebook. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode, show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Laura, along with some other really cool resources that we have on the site. Also, when you're on the site, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can get all the latest and newest episodes from Success Hackers. Remember, for all the listeners here on Success Hackers, Audible is giving away a free audiobook download for a free 30-day trial. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash successhackers. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Grab your 30-day free trial again by going to audibletrial.com forward slash successhackers. If you want to connect with me and the show on Twitter, I'm always on Twitter. Go to at Scott Hansen 1210. Lastly, I love the Hacker Nation community. I love you guys so much that I want to give back to you. All you have to do is actually subscribe to the show on iTunes and then write a review. Once you wrote the review on iTunes, I want you to do a screen grab and then email it to me. Once I see that email that you actually wrote a review, sent me the screen grab, and then emailed me, I will give you a shout out and your company on the very next episode. So all you have to do again is click subscribe to the show, give a review for the show on iTunes, and then do the screen grab and then email me. Here's my email, scott at scotthproductions.com, scott at scotthproductions.com. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.